And we are live. Thank you so much, Nambura, for doing this. Anytime, love. Anytime, Diana. Yeah, so um, I'm very, very glad the Diversity with Diana podcast is evolving. This is the second season, and you are our very Thank first you. guest. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you very much. Asante sana. So we're going to do this in four, in, I think I mentioned five parts. First, I will welcome you to an introduction. And the second is that I'm going to invite you as my guest to introduce yourself in your own words. And then uh -huh. you are going to give us a history about yourself um, uh -huh. in the governance space. What have you experienced yourself? And then now you tell us why the story of why it's important for the right, right brain people to be included in governance and why mm -hmm. are they not being included now? And why must that story be told? And finally, mm -hmm. you'll have a chance to give us a parting shot. Okay. So for anyone joining us, Diversity with Diana podcast is a podcast that discusses good governance, tech innovation, and inclusive diversity. In our second season, we're going to focus on having meaningful conversations with people in the industry across the world who love good governance, tech innovation, and inclusive diversity. Now, this week, our very first guest is Nyambura Oanjiku, a multi-potentiality political enthusiast, an art connoisseur, who believes in, who is fascinated by human behavior, organization, and expressions in Kenya. Karibu sana Nyambura. Now take it away and introduce, introduce yourself to our audience officially. Oh, thank you, Diana. My name is Nyambura Wanjiko, as you've heard. Um, founder of Jitambo Initiative. Uh, it's a youth-led organization. Um, our mission is to give back the women, the youth, their sense of belonging. And our mission as an organization is to, we, we envision a conscious society who's invested in their, in their well-being, their own well-being, and that of the society as a whole. Yes, that's about it. We've been on since 2016 officially. This is our fifth year. It's been quite, quite a path for us, to say the least. It's been quite, oh. quite a path for us. So for us, we use us as a tool of communication. We work with the young people and a lot of the artists. Um, why the artists? Because um, for us, we, we believe that art has a way of communicating, you know, and it has a way of being out. Um, it, it has a way of telling the story of the society in a way right. in which an individual understands and sees it. Yeah. Right, right. I'm so excited that you've been doing this work for quite some time. It means that we are going to learn more about what people can do in their own spaces to make mm -hmm. an impact in the society. I think I'd want to hear more about the history. Like, Nyambura, you're a young lady. What inspires you as a person to even want to be in this sector? What made you not think of, oh, me as an artist, I need to go out there and start acting or have my art gallery and do things. But you became sort of like an activist. What, what, tell mm -hmm. us that story. Where, did this, wow. where was this baby born? Wow. I think this baby was born in 2011, 2012. So it's a really sad story. Um, I was meant to graduate then. And um, a lecturer decided on Wednesday, Friday being the graduation, the day of graduation, they decided to release an E, Diana, an E, you know? So um, as you can tell, I was quite broken at that moment mm -hmm. in time because I mean, I was only 21, 
oh god i give out my age huh? but i was only 21 at that point and it was a life goal to graduate at 21 and mm-hmm. so how with that happening what 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 i always say is i was not given the power to read but i was given the mm-hmm. power to speak up yeah because mm-hmm. i realized as a young woman um there's a tendency of us being very very passive on things that really affect us you know right and right for me that is why jitambua was born because i mean i really had to fight for my rights i really had to fight back because i felt not only for me but for the women who are going to come after me and that is how right. jitambua was born and that's how i got into this space funny now right right mm. wow. yeah that that's it like back in school and so how many people do you currently uh, work with including volunteers who've joined the mission and what are some of like the greatest achievements you feel like you have attained as jitambue wow um wow uh, let's see let's see let's see let's see we've worked with a number of uh young people i i, I don't have the numbers with me i'm sorry we are not really big on numbers but um <laughs> The biggest story for us has always been holding space for young people as they do whatever they do. You know, mm-hmm. I think there's nothing as more gratifying as seeing someone become themselves, you know, um, right. blossom into who they are supposed to be and um, holding space for them to tell their story as it is, as they see right. it, as they feel it, as they know it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah that's that's actually quite important and i'm i'm glad that that you're doing this in your space i mean um maybe let me let me bring this conversation back to like kenya and nairobi so that we can actually have um people that you can mention in this podcast today who've actually inspired you in some way inspired you shaped you mentored you or coached you to be the young leader that you are oh my goodness um to be very very honest anna uh if right. i'm asked to name people who have uh mentored me or in some way allowed me to become is i will i will, I will mention people i call sisters the, the likes of nerima wako mm-hmm. the likes of you yourself uh um, wow. you know i always look at young people doing things at a very young age for me that is my source of inspiration to be very very honest um, yeah yeah really you don't have anybody that is like uh, not from our age range that has either walked the path with you or even been a mentor that you you're inspired by what they do not that they walk with you as nyambura but when you yeah. see them you see them in the social settings and you're like i like that leader that is someone that I can actually emulate and maybe follow in their footsteps and even, you know, follow them on their social media and find out what are they doing today? So what would they do if they were in my position? Oh my goodness. Is there any? Um, I'm sorry, Diana. No, no. Are you serious? No. I mean, so let this, let this be like an authentic conversation. For me, I look yeah. at Martha and I'm just amazed by her hard work. And and it's not to say that she's perfect or everything that she has done is like, I believe it's, you know, the, the, the right thing to do. But I would tend to imagine that having followed her vision and her career growth and her motivation and her activism, I would imagine that this lady, it, when she was, you know, going through the, the academic system and then getting into, 
the judiciary and becoming a young lawyer, then becoming an activist and just following through her path, becoming a mother, becoming a grandmother, as she has said it. Mm-hmm. I look at her like there's something that I could actually pick up from her and not just something, yeah. but quite a, quite a lot because I've interacted with her in a session where she actually applauds young women for standing up to air their voices and amplify their voices. And she would stand up and, and repeat what they've said and, and, and give a word of encouragement. So for me, that's Mathakarua. But come on, we've had three female governors in Kenya. You have to tell me in, a, in this uh, government, nobody stands out for you. Imagine, Diana, to be very honest, um, looking right. at, oh, okay. Um, maybe if I should mention a lady that I look up to really, really, really is uh, Mabona. What's, what's, what's her wow. name? Uh, uh, Millie. Millie, yes. I, I think that yes. is one woman yes. I really look up to. Her fierceness, yes. yes, her fierceness, how she's embraced it all, how she knows her space, her walls, how she's not even fearful of um, whatever is thrown at her, you know? Maybe, maybe yes, she will be the person I would say. Someone you that see, I look up to. Yeah. There you go. I've heard yeah. a lot about Honorable Millie, and I think... For me, it's like I, I would need to have to take time and maybe follow mm. her path and learn about it. Um, mm. Martha Karu, I've mentioned it's because I've been in this civil society space and I've seen her and I've interacted with her. But I'm sure there are many more amazing ladies in the space that are doing great work. So mm. let's the mentorship and the coaching aside. Just in general, yeah. Nyambura, let's have a conversation okay. about the position of women in society. And then now we can come to governance and ask the critical question of this session, which you pause whether there is room for right brain people in governance. Yes. What do you think? What do you think about uh, the position of women in leadership and governance, specifically in our context here in Nairobi, Kenya, or Africa? I get sad when I think about um, uh, the female leadership in our country. I mean, well, we could say something has been done, but I feel that much needs to be done in terms of um, allowing, uh, embracing young leadership in, you know? Uh, Small things like the gender affirmative role. I mean, Lloyd, it's 2021 and we're still talking about it. Nothing is happening, you know? And we are here parambulating about PPI. Some things are quite, 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 quite unfortunate. Um, it makes me sad that um, this this narrative that we've 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 all been told and we're still retelling the story of uh, we have to do twice what a man has to do to get into that space. It's sickening to say the least, Diana. Because I mean, away from our biological, uh, what is more, what is different about about us? We've all been yeah. educated. Look, yeah, we've all right. we all go to the same universities, the same schools. I mean, w- w- what what difference comes in when it gets to political spaces? Why 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 are we not honoring the women? And if you look at our society, I'm from the Kikuyu culture, and when I look at the society, because that is a card that is just that, that men play against women. I'm pro- it's a matriarchal society to say the least, and so it was mm-hmm. a woman who who was really in charge of the kingship of the society. And even right now, as we talk about um, the leadership on that sector, on the, on the, on the mountain area, it's, it's sad to say the least, Diana, which is very, very sad. Yeah, I think so more you know, needs to be done. 
you don't see any deliberate effort maybe from this government or this administration towards including women in leadership and do you think it's because uh, of the lack of the implementation or even legislation of the two-thirds gender bill that is a direct expression from our leaders that they don't believe in women leadership yeah you've said it all i mean um the fact that it was not implemented, Diana, it says it all. It says it all. It says it all. Because, I mean, why are we here? What are we doing with the new constitution? I mean, it's, we need to rethink our spaces. We need to rethink our politics. We need to rethink how we engage, you know? We need to rethink so much as a community, as a society, as a country, as a people. I think mm -hmm. so, Diana. I think so. Okay. I agree with you. And Yambura, that's why we, we're having these platforms because, you know, we, we have our own small convenings where we meet and talk passionately about how we want to see changes happening in our country and in our system. But beyond speaking, because then you will create uh, Jitambue. And I want you to actually maybe just tell us about the last campaign that you did as Jitambue. But then I have here Diversity with Diana podcast and I'm talking what I realized in season one is that talking and making recommendations on the on you know on the website or, or online is just not enough. I realized that I have to task myself with the action point of actually yeah. joining consortias or joining working groups that have a convening with the people who are the decision makers. So uh -huh. We have now to challenge ourselves to say that, yes, it's good to have these digital platforms to discuss these matters. But now how do we actually see the change that we need? Complaining and making noise online, it's a beginning. But why not be the ones again to take it to the next level? You write and submit uh, proposals to the agencies that are responsible for making decisions. So tell us about maybe something that Jitambue has done. Um, mm. I don't know whether you already founded in 2017 during the last elections, but I would yes, be exactly so be proud yeah. and this is our moment to share what <laughs> after this we'll say that we had a podcast session, we discussed about this matter, and this is now our action plan going forward as two founders yeah. of different initiatives that are amplifying yeah. the youth voices and the women voices yeah. in society. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, so I, I think one, one, one of the projects that I really take um, pride in was um, democracy as an antidote to a democratic society. And um, this was a study that you were doing. We were looking at um, the place of the young person, how, how um, the current madness in our society and in our political spaces, you know, um, how are the young people interacting with it? How has it been for them? What does it mean for a young person to run office? So this project went on and um, we started in, immediately we were founded. Uh, it was one of the first projects that we did in 2016. It went through to 2018. So what we did was um, even after elections, during the elections, what we did was, um, when I talk of during the elections, I, I, I'm talking about the formation of parties, um, the, the releasing of the manifestos and uh, what is this called? And um, and the actual um, the electioneering period and even after. So what we did was we, we made sure that we attended this, uh, the, the, what do they call it, Diana? Is it the release of the political party manif manifestos? The political I, I, party manifestos uh, unveiling, they unveiling. unveiling. The yes. Yes. And Diana, I think uh, for me, that is the 
point where we lose it as a country ama we lose it as the people of Kenya because it's just theatrics when you when you're on the other end as the um, what is this called as a participant and not as an organizer you you get to see the theatrics of it all and for me that is where i think our ship begins to sink because oh lord it's it's a lot of nothing a lot of it's a lot of theatrics and showdowns that happen that are not quite necessary so from there we 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 took it upon ourselves to speak to young women who had given themselves off as alternative leaders in our country we spoke to a number of them mm-hmm. and uh not only women but also young men who had given themselves both who got into parliament ama mca position those who went through right. and those who did not go through yeah right and the sad right. and the sad bit was even after it all is realizing that um number one uh young people do not engage in politics at all you know um number two um most of them who were taking part in these things were it was, in, in 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 politics they were either being paid to do it you know mm-hmm. it was not out of their own volition um sadly mm-hmm. um the space of the women oh my goodness we need to do something there are the number of things mm-hmm. that i witnessed were quite it was wrong the violence the sexual violence against women during pre post during pre post and during mm-hmm. elections something mm-hmm. has to be done you know the space mm-hmm. needs to be uh, um 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 favorable to allow the woman to participate you know that's right. what that's why when you asked william abona came into my came came, came to mind because i love how she's embraced her sexuality but how many women you know but it's 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 a second her time to get to that point so looking back um walking that journey with the women and the youth that had given themselves off as alternative leaders then i just mm-hmm. it got to me that we more needs to be done you know mm-hmm. we've had um the likes of susan say that we need a uh, youth 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 political parties where we have an old league any yeah. to tiny promote has always been the case where we are always given youth yeah. league yeah yes as yes. toothless bulldogs i mean it's it's about time that we take up these spaces unapologetically because this this is our space this is our land at the end of it all all said and done yeah so yeah i wonder whether the 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 solution to have a, a full youth youth political party would suffice only because mm. let me tell you I'm a diversity advocate so I I clearly um advocate for inclusion of youths and women and people with disabilities or differently abled people so I'm all about inclusion which means to me then if I say I'm on for exclusively having young people's political party then that to an extent excludes people that may have experience or that may just be able to bring order and you know i speak this from experience of having been in a youth led organization and seeing the structural weaknesses that such institutions present i'm also currently working in a foundation that majorly serves young people especially youth groups and we see wow. the structural challenges that still exist with having a one homogeneous group being there so yeah. that's why i say inclusive diversity benefits us all i am all for saying youth representation even up to 70% but leave room 
for inclusion of other people that may maybe bring in their experience, bring in their passion, something different from what we may just have as a homogeneous group. What do you think about mm -hmm. that? I agree. I agree with what you've said. However, Diana, I think when you talk about um, uh, the, 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 the inclusion, I mean, the experience bit, I think we'll be using their own card to beat us, because that is what has always been used to beat the young person, mm. especially right. young people who give themselves off as alternative leaders. Those are, mm -hmm. those are some of the questions that are, that are used to bring them down. I mean, what have you done? What are you about? For me, I, I, I hear you when you say that there's need for homogeneity, but I also feel that um, if we... Why, why I always suggest a, a, a youth-led, um, a, youth, a youthful political party is can we can we first have um, a political party that represents the young person you know that that the face not that the face is the young person but everything about it is young you know mm -hmm. the current thing we talk about what are what are the current problems facing the young person in our country number one mm -hmm. unemployment you know mm -hmm. you know unemployment has led to a space where most young people have marginalized themselves from these conversations because, I mean, if you cannot even fend for yourself, what are you doing telling people what to do? Do you even have the mm -hmm. guts? Do you even have the audacity to tell them? You know? So mm -hmm. I, I think, I, I honestly think there is need for a right. youth-led, I'm a youthful political party as it is right now. Right. Away from experience, away from, I think passion is enough. Diana, we are both uh, founders of initiatives, as you've said. And right, we were not right. born doing it, were we? But we learn on the job. You see, mm -hmm. it is something that if you are interested in and if you're mm -hmm. passionate about, life has a way of teaching you how to do what you need to do. You know, right. but um, right. that is why for me, I, um, I, I, I think there is, there is, it's, about, it's about that time. It's about that time. For us to be hard, if we really want mm -hmm. to be hard, I think right. so. Yeah. Right. I love the passion. Yeah. To be honest, you're convincing me about this. I'm I, like my hesitation is maybe from the experience that I had, where uh, because you belong in a certain homogeneous group, you tend to uh, polarize each other to make decisions that sometimes may lack the bigger vision and the bigger perspective. But I'm not saying uh, that is the case. Because like you're rightfully saying, we're young people doing great things. Therefore, mm -hmm. we can also call ourselves to order. Maybe the experience mm -hmm. that I might, I might have gone through is just one in a million. <laughs> mm -hmm. And let's hope it stays at that. But I, I also feel that is a story that has been told by very many young people. I mean, um, I think we find ourselves in spaces where because of the homogeneity, the young person is always at that in one way or another, mm. you know, we are, we, it's, it's right. always, just um, in the Viongozi Wakesho, you know, it's always, it's never mm. about now, it's never about this point in time, you know, and so right. with that, we've, we've chosen to minimize ourselves, shrink ourselves to spaces where, I mean, if they're accepting us, that is okay, we can work with that, but I, I don't think that should be the case as it is. No. I, I, yeah. I hear your arguments, and this is this is why again I'm here to have these conversations, just to share that mm -hmm. in as much as Diana can have the conversation in private with Nyambura, why not mm -hmm. put it on a 
home so that other people can actually listen to it, get back to it, yeah. make reference to it and say, I'm learning something that they, it's, it's actually important for, as a, for me as a young person to step up and be a voice that needs to be heard and yeah. needs to be included when, when certain yeah. policies are being passed. Now, let's come yeah. to the artist the artistic side of you. Well, very, uh, I've still seen it, you're still very expressive. But mm -hmm. now I think that currently as we are, as a society in Kenya, we do not have uh -huh. space for right-brained persons. All uh -huh. we have is an that are looking at money and numbers and all these things uh -huh. and nobody's being creative. Why do you say that, uh -huh. Nyambura? Why do you say that? Oh, wow, I think, I think I'll blame it for, blame it on our systems. Um, we've really the the, the 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 since art has always been looked at as something that is done by you know there's there's always been it has always been stereotyped how we talk about art. Um, right. Look at our education system, the eight four four. You know, um, the mm -hmm. thing that were emphasized to us growing up was Abu Toma, go to school, get your degree get employed you know that has been the story that has been told to us for the longest time mm -hmm. and i think that is why there's lack of appreciation of art in our country the the the, the spaces as they are are not very conducive for the young person to to to, to thrive artistically i think so mm -hmm. i think that mm -hmm. is where the problem is at the spaces are not embracing how 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 then do we change this narrative and how do we ensure that the spaces are more uh inviting attractive and inclusive and abrasive to to young people who are right-brained wow i think um we need to tell a different story first mm -hmm. of first and foremost we need to tell a different story from what we were told you know we need to show more uh stories of successive um, artists who have succeeded, you know, we have mm -hmm. to tell, we have to create space and allow uh, more artists to, um, more individuals to come out and shine. Because I mean, in our country as it is right now, Diana, it, 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 it's almost impossible to live off art, you know? It right, is something right. that, yeah, it, 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 it's beyond, you know, it's, it's an extreme sport to be an artist in this country because right. nothing, nothing, no one supports the artist. Yeah, right. so I think it's, 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 I think it's by telling a different story. And also, I don't know about the new curriculum and the, the, the new, I don't know about it, I'm sorry, but I think even um, ingraining it in our system, in our educational system and encouraging the kids to take it up and just allowing kids to express themselves differently as they are, because I mean, we are all different. You can't all fit into the education sector as it is. Um, mm -hmm. Look at us now, you know, with a majority of us being at home, being jobless, living off, I don't know, you know. Mm -hmm. I think there's need, there's need for a different story to be told. I agree with you and I'm so grateful that you're coming towards the storytelling bit because then we are going to the fourth part of this conversation to say, why must these stories be told? And they mm -hmm. need to be told that we appreciate the arts, we appreciate mm -hmm. their role in 
society. And actually, just like what you've said about the new curriculum in Kenya, I was typing it so that I'm able to also share. It's that yeah. the competency-based curriculum is actually a step towards a step in the right direction towards yeah. us as Kenyans to leverage on our natural abilities as people. Not yeah. everybody is inclined to perform excellently when it comes to mathematics or academic yeah. performance. Others are um, gifted singers, others are gifted sportsmen and women, others are gifted okay. artists. And I think if we then tell the stories, and this is what I think our colleague, and I'm going to invite her to one of these shows uh, from Tribeless Youth. Um, uh, we, you, you see her using the platform to do the puppets and all these uh, things mimicking the politicians do. And we, we look at them and we laugh and it sounds ridiculous, but it's actually what what happens in our society so then yeah. that form of art expressing actual things that happen on the ground the the police brutality issues that happened the gender-based violence issues the extrajudicial killings we we want to be so prim and proper not to discuss these matters that make us uncomfortable but mm -hmm. we can hide it through art hide yeah. it maybe but then again just expose it through art so yeah. I think it's important to tell the stories. Yes, yes, Nyambura. You want to add no, some no, no. more? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, I'm glad to hear you saying, mm, like you're saying, yes, I, I agree. Like it's true. But yeah, so this it's our chance, it's our chance. And our call to action, Nyambura, this would be now offline. Our call to action yeah. is like, where do we move forward beyond talking? Because it's good to talk, it's good to it's good to tweet in fact i'm glad that you know we are growing from tweeting having twitter platforms and tweet chats to maybe having um articles in the newspaper to then having physical meetings to joining those convenings to going to court and getting action uh that is actually representative of youth inclusion and what is rightfully ours as young people as per our constitution and so this is it is a step in the right direction as long as we can have an action to it right now we are having youth serving organizations being invited to to join certain consortias just for people to tick a box to, to say mm -hmm. oh yeah we have youth inclusion here they are ticking boxes and so that's where we as young people and youth serving organizations executives need to probably come together and say, we need to form our own consortium. We need to be able to mobilize resources and implement programs that actually ensure that young people are represented. And we're not talking about young people in fancy suburbia alone. We're talking about young people in the communities, in formal settlements, outside the major cities, in the counties who are given a chance to be had a chance to participate meaningfully in these processes and then also be part of the change that we seek to see. So I feel like I've already I've already begun talking about my parting shot, but I don't know what you can add more to this conversation about including the right brain people in governance. Nyambura. I think you know when you look at um when you look at uh, the right brain when you talk about right brain people, I think um if you're supposed to define it, uh, right brain people are known to be very intuitive, very, yeah. uh, what is this called? Very creative. And these are aspects that need to be allowed to shine and to come out mm -hmm. clearly, you know? And that is why it's very much intertwined with female leadership because, I mean, um, those that uh, the, those that, uh, subscribe to spiritualism, um, yeah. they talk of 
um, the right brain is quite feminine, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. It, it, for me, I think first and foremost, we need to stop gagging mm-hmm. our artists. We need mm-hmm. to stop begging to be seen as women. You know, mm-hmm. it, is, it, it is an unnegotiable, it, it needs to be unnegotiable from this point moving forward. You know, walking into 2022, walking in into uh, this BBI madness that is going on currently in our country. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at things as they are, what is the place of the young person in all this? Why yeah. are people who have been in government for so long right, um, telling us what to do now that they're leaving the space? I mean, what have they been doing all this time? Where have they mm-hmm. been for us to get right. to the point that we are at right now? You know, right, I think right. for me, I feel that the young person needs to get angry. In as much as Diana, we would love to, as 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 you said, um, executives of um, youth serving organizations. Yeah. I, I don't think it will be enough for us because, well, I understand we have a role to play and everything, but I also there's need for for the young person to be angry enough to take up whatever is theirs. You know. I think there is need for us to have conversations, rightful conversation. Um, what do they call it? Um, literal conversations uh, in, in, in the most colloquial manner possible, you know, uh, away from this, um, what is this called? Uh, what, what is prescribed by the, yeah. you know, the funders, the, you know, you know, you know, these people who, who pull yes. the strings for us. I think we need to, we are the ones who are wearing the shoes. First, as women mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. young women of this country and young people of the country, we're the ones who are right. wearing the shoes and we know, we know where it hurts, you know? Yes. So yeah. until, until, until we get tired of getting hurt, Diana, right. we'll right. remain at the same point forever, you know? Right. We'll still be singing yeah. the same song year in, election in, election out. It's always right. the right thing of, you know, I will look at the young leaders who've given themselves as the, the young leaders who've given themselves out. How do we mm-hmm. even support them? You know, right. mm-hmm. something happened uh, some time back when Jaguar, I, I, I um, his Jaguar, the member of parliament of Starehe, yes. when yes. he was expressing himself and he was unable to. And the mm. sad bit for me then was even we young people were laughing at him. And you know, there was theirs on the other side. You no, know, we've been. <laughs> These people have been very um, strategic in dividing and ruling us, and we've allowed mm-hmm. them to, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think it's time for us to sit down and speak in one voice. We speak, yeah. youth, you right. know, we speak right. youth and power, and we right. go for what is ours. Until then, we'll still be used as, you know, as, as what you're being used for currently, and we'll keep right. on complaining, nothing will change. I think right. so. And yeah. I think these things are interlinked, Nyambura. As I listen to what you're saying, I'm just thinking that possibly young people, most young people lack the autonomy to make their own decisions and best choices, mainly because we are not economically empowered. You've said most of the young people are jobless. So without uh, any means of earning an income, you find yourself being asked to come, oh, come and join these people. We're going to, to do a demonstration in front of City Hall. This is being passed and we have not approved of it. So then we are being used as goons to, yeah. to push an agenda that we don't even 
subscribe to only because you're going to be given maybe ten dollars at the end of the mm. day sometimes oh, it's even five dollars. Yeah. it's not a lot of money that they're given but because mm. they don't have jobs and they need something to do so therefore our interventions should even go beyond and it's so like i like to think about it as again, people in this sector that want to uh, inspire the young people to act and agitate them and get angry enough to act i think we need to be realistic and be cognizant of the fact that maybe some of them or most of them are jobless and therefore when you're doing intervention programs that is well intended you also think about their economic means you think about their sustainability if they're supposed to remain um remain anchored in values and 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 you know, pushing for their own agenda, then they must be, they must be able to have food on the table. So it it, it means that we need to work together with the private sector, okay. so that they can also step in to empower the young people and probably provide funds. We need to work okay. with the international funders, like you have mentioned. I know you have mentioned them, but also ensure that we are not getting lost with our own agenda. Yeah. That we are. Yeah. our own agenda as we get the funding to do our programs so yeah. this is really good conversations and my feeling is that i i had you mention a bit about feminism a bit of spirituality here and there and i think that's a whole conversation for another day so that this could mean that say that again no no very very true i was saying very very true i was agreeing with what you're saying sorry yeah no it's okay i mean yeah. i think this, the, we're going to definitely talk about feminism and understand yeah. it um, as as young people need to understand it because i think most people like the bible says perish out of lack of knowledge it is the lack of information mm. and access. access to it should be reduced by now because now we have the accountability mechanism of having you know i'm sorry no i'm saying i keep interrupting you i'm saying i'm just agreeing to what you're saying i'm saying that like right now there's no excuse of being ignorant really because we have the internet in our right. pockets you know right you right always, yeah there's no excuse there's no excuse at all i, know, I don't think i know yeah. we yeah. really don't have an excuse but i think this is good conversations um i don't know if you have any final parting shots but i'm really really grateful it's been like 36 minutes of good conversations going to 37 minutes and i'm very grateful i hope people get to watch this um i know i, I had been asking for your social media pages once you're able to establish that send them to me i'll, I'll link yeah. them down in the description box so that people can also be, be able to follow what you do yeah thank you thank you so much diana for what you're doing and having these conversations and bringing people together to have these conversations because i think it's timely it's about time again it's about time that we had this conversation as a people as a community as individuals because if we don't who will on our own behalf right. you know so right. i applaud you for what you're doing i celebrate you thank you keep doing it thank you keep thank you very it. much i'm actually just seeing uh we have a comment there's actually someone who's watched i didn't know somebody could be online right now yeah. thank you kenneth for tuning in and yes, poverty is the tool that is used to control the young people. So he's just making a comment there on YouTube live. All right. Thank you so much, Nambura. Have a lovely evening and talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Diana. Thank okay, you. Thank night. you. Okay, bye. Bye.